Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. You can stick it to the man and big tech. Join our FTL social mastodon at social.freetalklive.com. Welcome to Liberty Conspiracy on Free Talk Live. I'm Gardner Goldsmith, the creator of the Liberty Conspiracy, which can be streamed every Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and running for at least 90 minutes on Rockman, Rumble, and on my Twitter slash X feed, that being at Gard Goldsmith. That's G-A-R-D Goldsmith. Also, please check out my Substack. The Substack is Gardner Goldsmith Substack. And every Sunday, I provide what's called the Sunday News Assembly. 20 major stories pertaining to liberty, plus contextual information to help draw out of those breaking stories longer-lasting lessons that can help others understand freedom. Those of you who have watched this show for a while know that occasionally... I recite or uh, I recount a personal story about how I was reporting on the Maidan coup and the overthrow of the elected government of Yanukovych in late 2013 because I was uh, I was already sensitive to the fact that the Russian government had pulled away from long-term U.S debt instruments in 2008-2009, and the United States was starting to try to isolate Russia because, of course, with its playing with the Saudis, the United States wanted to stay friendly with the Saudis for the petrodollar and also wanted to stop Russia and Syria from finishing their pipeline, as I mentioned. A couple years later, I was in Los Angeles, and another clue came through in the manager of a Middle Eastern restaurant who approached me and my friend Glenn, and we were having dinner, and he Glenn's a, the former wrestler, and so this guy knows him and stuff like that pretty well. It's a regular place he goes to, and he's it's you know it's impossible not to notice Glenn. He's like seven feet tall, and um, so he came and sat with us, and he said, "Look, they're going to try to overthrow Assad." This is like 2010, 2011. This is before the line in the sand and all the spurious stories about Assad supposedly using chemical weapons on his own people, which was debunked by a group of students at MIT and others later on. Uh, Absolute nonsense. Um, And uh, promoted by massive liars like Hillary Clinton, like John Kerry, like Joe Biden, like Barack Obama. So many of those people just continuing to push that narrative. Um, But that was... Part of them trying to isolate Russian energy exports. The overthrow of Ukraine came in late 2013 after a fresh election, saw Yanukovych win again. He had been out of office for a while, got into office, then got reelected in that period of uh, 2013 or so. And all of a sudden, he's overthrown. Totally artificial. The Maidan coup was conducted by and inspired by Western forces. We all know that now. So from that point on, I was reporting on it. In December of 2013, this is before the new government was put in by Victoria Newland and Jeffrey Pyatt and all the other yahoos, and Hunter Biden was placed on the board of Burisma. I was watching this all this time, okay? 
As I mentioned on the show before, I want to bring this up now as context to show you my personal connection with this, why I've been so intense about it, and why it angers me to such a great extent to see so many people messing around in this foreign country and to see the censorship that started in 2016 as I tried to report on this, and then I got censored by DARPA-related NewsGuard and other agencies that thankfully I got to report on for MRC-TV to a few people who still might have seen those articles, and thankfully people like Matt Taibbi have exposed to an even larger extent. I was one of those people. So if you're ever wondering about the faces of some of these people who've been censored, maybe you're one of them. David Knight, likely one of them. Charlie Robinson, probably. Tony Arterburn, probably. My articles... The whole staff at MRC-TV got, got broad-brushed because of the pieces I was writing. I know that. I know that now. So in December of 2013, an old buddy of mine, as I mentioned to you, he used to, I won't say what he used to do. He had worked a part of, I'll say what part of what he used to do. He had worked for the Obama administration under Eric Holder in the Justice Department and left very rapidly, I think because he kind of discovered there was some nefarious stuff going on with Fast and Furious. December of 2013, Maidan Koo, still just, just only a couple months old. He goes, hey, I've been listening to your podcast. I was doing an audio podcast of Liberty Conspiracy at the time, reporting on these things. And he he had formed, uh, I won't say, he had left Eric Holder and started to do other work in Washington, D.C., so we still had a lot of connections. He said, where are you getting your information? I was like, well, you know, I'm doing research and stuff like that. And just, you know, he goes, well, you're right. And I was talking about the U.S. involvement in the coup. I was talking about the Nazis. He says, oh, yeah, you're right. And there's a lot more. And so I've mentioned this on the show previously, but I want to mention it again. Because this is my personal journey from basically hearing in 2011 or so that they were going to try to overthrow Assad and being a little sensitive to that before in 2008, 2009, as the United States tried to portray Russia as an enemy because Russia just wouldn't buy any more of the stupid U.S. long-term debt because they knew they'd get paid back with inflated useless currency. It was at first a currency war, but it was also mixing it in with special interests in the military-industrial complex, the big pharma complex, political interests who wanted to gain power within Ukraine, also political ideological and ethnic interests inside Ukraine with the Nazis. They played all that stuff. And personal ego, like people like John McCain and people like Joe Biden, just absolutely corrupt. So all of it got mixed in together there. And he said, oh, yeah, you're right. And there's a lot more. And I said, well, like what? And he said, and he just, he stopped himself. He said, well, you got to, I think that's all I'm going to say. I have a daughter now. So that's what it's like. Those are the forces we're against. Those are the forces that are against us. So let's rally the troops. Let's get to the zero hedge piece. CIA built 12 secret spy bases in Ukraine and waged war for last decade, Bombshell New York Times reports confirms. On Sunday, the New York Times published an explosive and very belated full admission 
that U.S. intelligence has not only been instrumental in Ukraine wartime decision-making, but has established and financed high-tech command and control spy centers and was doing so long prior to the February 24th Russian invasion of two years ago. You know what's curious about this, everybody? Last week, I don't remember who it was, whether it was somebody on Jimmy Dore's show or was someone on Rockfin that I was watching, was somebody like maybe it was some folks from Redacted or the Ron Paul Institute. Somebody just in passing happened to mention that when the uh, Ukraine government, the new Ukraine government, uh, just after the Maidan coup, it was. It was just after the Maidan coup. Um, somebody from the the newly formed Ukrainian military group or whatever approached the CIA, like right off the bat. And this person made a good observation. I don't know how. And I was like, how do you get that information? Where's that from? I, I was going to look for the piece. And he said, why? Why would they do that unless they already had contacts with the CIA? Why the CIA? Why all of a sudden the CIA in Ukraine? Like, why are you contacting the CIA and and where and how, right? A little strange. Well, now we know why, because the CIA had been there for a long time. Among the biggest revelations is that the program was established a decade ago and spans three different American presidents. The Times says the CIA program to modernize you modernize Ukraine's intelligence services, otherwise known as run them, has transformed the former Soviet state and its capabilities into quote Washington's most important intelligent partners against the Kremlin today. End quote. This has included the agency having secretly trained and equipped Ukrainian intelligence officers spanning back to just after the 2014 Maidan coup events, as well as constructing a a network of 12 secret bases along the Russian border, work which began eight years ago. These intelligence bases, from which Russian commanders' communications can be swept up and Russian spy satellites monitored, are using are being used to launch and track cross-border drone and missile attacks on Russian territory. So we know, of course, that it's not as the New York Times is depicting it. Well, well, you know, it sure is a good thing the United States got in there because the United States is all about protecting the West from that terrible encroachment of Russia after the United States overthrows the elected government of Ukraine because they were going to have good relations with Russia on energy after they stopped the energy agreements that Burisma already had with the Russians in the fall of 2013, that was another part of the block Russian energy exports thing. They reneged on Ukrainian Burisma contracts. But in addition to that, we know that it was an aggressive action on the part of the United States. It had always been aggressive since the time that Jim Baker lied to the reformed Russian Federation in the mid-1990s. It was all a lie. It was all bogus. NATO was going to continue to encroach into the Iron Curtain states towards the Baltic. They took over Ukraine. They made them a proxy NATO server. And we'll show you even more about that. They have all along been treating Ukraine as a proxy of NATO once they overthrew the government in late 2013. That's always the way it's been. But it turns out that they were already engaged in aggressive activities to set things up against the Russians going back to the Bush administration. 
because, of course, the Bush administration is so classy. You know, I could say a few things about this, but let me give you some key information from none other than Daniel McAdams. Let's go with Daniel McAdams right now and hit this. He covers this beautifully. He, of course, was Ron Paul's longtime staffer and specialized on international strategies and warfare. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. You're not seeing Dr. Paul. He is out today, so you're seeing me. I'm glad you're coming to watch the show, and I hope I can provide something of interest to you today. Today, I'm going to do something a little bit different in that I'm not going to go over a few different topics. I'm going to focus on one topic, and in fact, essentially one article, which I think is extremely important. It came out in the New York Times yesterday, and of course, the New York Times being one of the two main regime uh, publications, the other being the Washington Post, you have to read it like they read Pravda in the old days, which is what is the regime trying to tell us, what message is it trying to convey, rather than what truths are these journalists reporting. So we always have to sort of keep that in our minds as we're reading. But nevertheless, uh, I use the word blockbuster a lot. I would call this a blockbuster story in that it reveals an enormous amount about the U.S. involvement in Ukraine from 2014 and before, which is important. And it really puts an end or should put an end to a few different ideas. The first one being uh, that the Russian invasion about two years ago this past week was completely and totally unprovoked. And I'll provide a couple of points, I think, that backs that up. But first, let's have a look at the headline of the article. This came out on uh, yesterday in the New York Times, The Spy War, How the CIA Secretly Helps Ukraine Fight Putin. Now, from the cover, you wouldn't imagine it being that awfully uh, important or containing a lot of background information. It just sounds like uh, something that's happened recently. But I want to turn a little bit to someone that I respect, Ivan Kachanovsky, who is a professor of political science at Ottawa University, a uh, very smart guy, was at Harvard and other places, uh, an expert on the Maidan coup of 2014. I think, in fact, he's written a book or a dissertation on it. Um, but nevertheless, here's, here's some of his reading of the article. Uh, now, he says, there are more, more confirmations of the proxy war in US, and Ukraine as a U.S. client state since the Western-backed overthrow of Ukrainian government 10 years ago. Here's a quote from the article. The CIA and, and other American intelligence agencies provide intelligence for targeted missile attacks, track Russian troop movements, and help support spy networks. A secret nerve center of Ukraine's military is almost fully financed and partly equipped by the CIA. Quote, 110% General Sergei Dvoretsky, a top intelligence commander, said in an interview at the base. So remember that when you're seeing this, uh, the CIA involvement in helping Ukraine fight Russia is not something that happened in 2022 when Russia went in. It wasn't an attempt to help a plucky democracy who had been invaded by a neighbor as the narrative promoted, ironically, by the New York Times itself has said. But rather, this is a 10 year underground secret war that the CIA, in collusion with Ukrainians, have waged against Russia. So go ahead and go to the next one. This is uh, still 
uh, uh, Professor Ivanovsky, he says the CIA's partnership with Ukraine can be traced back to two phone calls. Now, this actually is from the article. Two phone calls on the night of February 24th, eight years ago to the day before Russia's full-scale invasion, and it would be literally as the Maidan coup was taking place, as the consolidation of the coup was taking place, the U.S.-backed coup. Uh, And the scene said, as millions of Ukrainians had just overrun the country's pro-Kremlin government, and the president, Viktor Yanukovych, and his spy chiefs had fled to Russia. In the tumult, a fragile pro-Western government quickly took power. That's the New York Times wording, fragile, I don't know, backed by the U.S. So here's the point that the New York Times article is making. The government's new spy chief, Valentin Navalchenko, arrived at the headquarters of the domestic spy agency and found a pile of smoldering smoldering documents in the courtyard. Inside, many of the computers had been wiped or were infected with Russian malware. He went to an office and called the CIA station chief and the local head of MI6. It was near midnight, but he summoned them to the building and asked for help to rebuild the agency from the ground up and proposed a three-way partnership. That's how it started, Mr. Navalchenko said. So this brings us back to literally the end of the coup. The coup government sent in someone to run their intel services. His first two phone calls were to CIA and MI6 back in 2014 and said, hey, can you come over here? Can you come help us rebuild the intelligence service? Now, it- so uh, there you go, everybody. That was, and I, I, I wish I could give acknowledgement to the uh, people who were way ahead on this like five days ago. I don't know. I can't remember where I saw it. Uh, but um, yeah, that popped into somebody's head. They say, you know, why would, if this was a naturally occurring thing in Ukraine, of course, it wasn't naturally occurring at all. Uh, why would this newly formed spontaneous rights of the people get rid of Yanukovych, even though he had just won an election for the second time, uh, been reelected? Uh, and then he had been a president of Ukraine prior to that, uh, about t- eight years before that. Uh, but why would they contact CIA people? I don't, that, that was weird. Unless, of course, the CIA was already there. Yeah. So now we're going to go into that, the rest of the meat of this New York Times story. And I want to get your thoughts uh, about this as this unfolds. Again, this is a different approach to the program tonight, one and all. You know, fellow conspirators, this is really good to be able to turn to such excellent reporting from people like Danny McAdams. So let's continue and refer people. Please watch at noontime the Ron Paul Liberty Report. Every Monday through Thursday, Daniel is with Ron Paul. And then on Fridays, typically, uh, they have Chris Rossini, who's uh, an economist and a professor. He's on with Ron Paul on Fridays. But it is excellent. It's about a half hour long, noontime, Eastern time in the United States. And so let's continue now with Daniel. Anyone that understands even a little bit about how this works, this means that it brought the entirety of the Ukrainian intelligence services within the fold of the CIA. Essentially, the entirety, the SBU and the rest of the uh, secret services of Ukraine became subcontractors for the, U- for the CIA. They essentially took over the entire operation. Now, here's something that's even more interesting. Uh, if you put this next one on, this is back to a professor from Ottawa. Um, this is a quote from, the, uh, from an article. 
during a previous stint as a spy chief, Mr. Nalvaychenko started a similar partnership with the CIA, which this was dissolved when the country swung back toward Russia. Now, this ah, is a- all right. So we stop it there. That's the pause when Yanukovych was out. Then he got reelected and then he got reelected again. So we'll continue here. So there was a brief period in the early 2000s when Yanukovych was out. Then he came back in the around 2008-2010 period. Then he got reelected in 2013. So during the time when he was out, the CIA was in. An important point that may be lost on some people, because this takes us back even further than 2014, because that previous stint at Spy Chief would have been under Yushchenko, who, as you may remember, was put into power after the Orange Revolution in 2004, so, uh, replacing Yanukovych, who had been elected. So I know it's getting confusing, but Yanukovych was elected uh, president in the early 2000s Ukraine. Uh, he was reelected in 04. The U.S. said this was a fake election. They helped a previous color revolution, the Orange Revolution, take over. They installed Yushchenko in power. And the spy chief under Yushchenko, he immediately started a partnership with the CIA. So this has been a CIA operation well before uh, the 10 years ago after the Maidan. It had happened a lot uh, further than that. And everybody, I do want to mention also, don't forget 2005-2006, Barack Obama involved with starting the biological chemical research facilities, as Victoria Nuland might call them, in Ukraine with billions of dollars sent over there. But, you know, everything's completely innocent. Uh, The uh, New York Times article also talks about a network of 12 secret bases that had been built along the Russian border. The CIA built 12 secret bases along the Russian border. The work began eight years ago. These intelligence bases from which Russian commanders' communications can be swept up and Russian spy satellites monitored are being used to launch and track cross-border drone and missile attacks on Russian territory. So the CIA has bases on the border of Russia from which it is coordinating the launch of drone and missile attacks inside of Russia. This is what's happened. Now, remember... What happened when in the U.S. when we thought there was a Chinese balloon spying on us from the air? Um, of course, America was in a panic. Um, uh, the president was ready to go to war with China, of course. Uh, and so imagine that compared to the fact that we now know that there were actually at least 12 CIA bases and still are that are coordinating the attacks inside Russia. We'll return with more Liberty Conspiracy on Free Talk Live. Thanks so much for listening. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. walloffire.com. 
Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I help thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. USA News Update. The two leading pharmacy chains in the U.S. are set to start sales of abortion pills possibly this month. Walgreens and CVS will offer mifeprestone at select pharmacies in states where it's legally permissible. Both chains have received FDA certification to dispense the pill, according to separate statements. Wildfires and blizzard warnings are causing anxiety for thousands of Americans. Over half a million people in California and Nevada face the threat of a blizzard with up to 10 feet of snow predicted in higher elevations. Simultaneously, major wildfires in the Texas Panhandle and parts of Oklahoma have claimed at least two lives. Alabama Senator Katie Britt will deliver the Republican response to President Biden's State of the Union address. House Speaker Mike Johnson noted that the American people will be attentive as the youngest Republican woman ever elected to the Senate it turns the page on the oldest president in history. John Schaefer, USA News. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system. And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit ShopSuperTea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is ShopSuperTea.com, or call us at 818-984-6100, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com. At Social Security, we are always thinking of ways to save you time and make things easier. That's why we created My Social Security. Opening a My Social Security account gives you secure access to your personal record and interactive tools tailored for you. You can see if you are eligible to receive benefits view spousal benefit estimates, and compare retirement benefit estimates at different ages or dates when you want to start receiving benefits. Already receiving benefits? Use your account to change your address, set up or change direct deposit, get a proof of income letter, and more. In most states, you can also request a replacement Social Security card. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash my account. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Appreciate what we do? Help us advertise, market, and promote for just $5 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. We 
return with more Liberty Conspiracy on Free Talk Live, digging further into the United States' involvement in Ukraine going back years, of course, and why this information, which we already knew, is being reported by the deep state-connected pop media outlets now. Plus, deeper investigation into some of the warmongers, like Victoria Nuland, and, of course, the terrible results that we're seeing in places like Ukraine and the Middle East. Thanks for listening, everybody. You can check out Liberty Conspiracy live every Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Rumble, Rothman, and my Twitter slash X feed at Guard Goldsmith. And, of course, feel free to visit my Substack. It's the Gardner Goldsmith Substack, and I invite you to offer your opinions there as well. So go to the, go to the next one now because um, this is important, I think. Uh, this is from the Zero Hedge article. This means that with the disclosure of the longtime closely guarded secret, the world just got a big step closer to World War III. Given it means the CIA is largely responsible for the effectiveness of the recent spate of attacks, which have included direct drone hits on key oil refineries and key infrastructure. Absolutely right. This is very important. I also want to note some very important points being brought up in the chat from you and the conspiracy. Thank you. And I hope you don't mind me uh, attaching you to the conspiracy if you're just watching. Uh, feel free to deny your uh, your uh, welcome into the club. Uh, this is a big club and you can be in it. Uh, and uh, I just want to mention Jason Barker has a very good point here. He says uh, the military industrial complex is the is the money laundering tool. Bankers fund both sides of a war and politicians support support both sides. He says the military industrial complex is the money laundering tool. Yeah, absolutely. And um, also. uh, Yeah, Audi MRR, Audi reciting a little something from war. I heard you're working for the CIA. They wouldn't have you in the Mafia. Why can't we be friends? Why can't we? I knew him right off the bat, man. One of my favorite albums. Great album. Thank you, Audi. Risha M., thank you for being there. And I want to continue with uh, more of the chats. I didn't realize I hadn't scrolled down far enough. Um, Birdhouse Blues. Let's see other uh, comments from people. Uh, Birdhouse Blue says, Daniel McAdams is so astute, I like his perspectives. He used to be in the House of Representatives from watching the show fairly often. Yes, yes, he he really knows his stuff. Served at the same time Ron Paul was on the other side of uh, Capitol in the Senate. Uh, yeah, so he was, Ron, he was one of Ron Paul's advisors for like 12 years. And, uh, you know, Ron Paul asked him to head up the Institute or help out on the Institute. And they've been friends for a long, long time. So that's really cool. And, of course, Angry Tiger uh, did a, a nice, nice interview uh, with Daniel McAdams uh, about a month and a half ago on Angry Tiger's Rumble channel. So it was great. So uh, here's more. Let's continue with Daniel McAdams analysis of this. So that tells you, can you imagine if the Chinese were operating on our border with Mexico, destroying uh, our petrochemical industry here in the United States, what would be the reaction? Again, uh, referring back to the Chinese balloon, we were ready to go to war over. So what else about this that's important? Um, the uh, Put on the next one now. This is still from the Hedges, Hedges write-up of it. Um, 
So this is something that's quite interesting and I think uh, should bear, and this goes back to what I said in the beginning, which is, why are they telling us now? Why are they telling us this now? What do they want us to be thinking about this revelation? Um, and this is uh, from, uh, from the hedge write-up, a main source of the New York Times revelations, disclosures which might come as no surprise to those never willing to so easily swallow the mainstream official narrative, i.e. Ron Paul Liberty Report viewers, I would add to that, is identified as a top intelligence commander named General Sergei Dvoretsky. Okay, so here's the, here's the source. This is not an anonymous leak, and I think that's important to remember, because uh, usually it is. An anonymous administration source has told us, no, this is the guy. He's a top commander. He says, this is what's going on. And so Hedge correctly uh, interprets it, saying, clearly Kiev and Washington now want the world to know of the deep intelligence relationship they tried to conceal over the past decade. For sure, Russia knew about it, of course, but certainly concealed from the American people. After all, uh, we're just, uh, uh, keep that up if you can. After all, we're just paying for it um, in more ways than one, hopefully not. But uh, So it's perhaps a kind of warning to Moscow at a moment Ukraine's forces are in retreat. The U.S. is fighting hand in glove with the Ukrainians, And yet the revelations contained in the New York Times report also confirm that President Putin has been precisely accused, accusing Washington of all of all along. So I would say, um, yes, now they're in a corner. Ukraine's in a corner and everyone knows it. You just have to even look at the mainstream media, um, uh, the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, uh, Economist, uh, other publications have just over this past week talking about Ukraine can't win. Is Ukraine losing? So why does it come out now? Well, it comes out. I think, for this purpose. And the hedge is speculating that this might be to let the Russians know that, yeah, we're there. We're fighting there. What are you going to do about it? So that might be a warning and a bluff. Of course, the whole thing may be fake and they may not be there. And the whole thing is a completely a bluff. But I think the point that we have to keep in mind uh, is that this is probably meant to deter Russia um, from what they are in the process of doing. We talked about it last week on the show that they took Avdiivka. Uh, they're advancing on all the fronts. Uh, the Ukrainians have run out of weapons. They've run out of bullets. They've run out of men. They've got guys in their 90s fighting. They've got mentally handicapped people fighting. They've got pregnant women fighting. There's no one left to fight. Yet, of course, the neocons in the U.S. say, come on, keep going, keep going, keep fighting. Well, there's no one left. So this might be a kind of a desperation move to say, hey, we're there. You know, do you want to do you want a party? Um, could be the case. Now, here's something else that was interesting in this. Um, if you put the next one up, I think this is still from Hedge. So around 2016, the CIA began training an elite Ukrainian commando force known as Unit 2245, which captured Russian drones and communications gear so the CIA could reverse engineer them and crack Moscow's encryption systems. Now, this is interesting, and I highlighted this. One officer in the unit was Kirill Budanov, now the general leading Ukraine's military intelligence. So let that sink in for a second. What that means is Budanov is essentially a CIA asset and has been since he was collaborating in 2016. He's an agent of the CIA who happens to be the head of the military intelligence in Ukraine. That shows how intertwined the U.S. government is, the Secret Services are, in the whole in this whole game. Uh, now, this, now going back to the beginning, if you go to this next one. Now, this is from Hedge, I think, as well. So we remember, Putin has long blamed Western intelligence agencies for manipulating Kiev 
and sowing anti-Russian sentiment. Putin has said for, for, for years and years, you're involved with this, the U.S. is involved in this, you're provoking this, and of course, what was the reaction of the U.S. mainstream media and the neocons uh, every time Putin opened his mouth? Oh, look, this guy's crazy, uh, this guy's lying, he's, he's full of you-know-what. Even Biden said last week he's a crazy SOB. Well, it turns out he was telling the truth when he said all this. In our own media that had been lying to us, New York Times lying to us for all these years, now finally admits it, uh, what's happening. So I think this is an incredibly important revelation uh, that should be really deeply considered. I think any time you hear anyone else from the media now say unprovoked invasion, you should say, oh, really? Unprovoked. Now, the last thing I want to talk about, because I'm making a short show today, is something that I think is extremely important about the article. And this is from the hedge write-up. If you go to this next one, um, this is the, the, subtitle, the subhead is a stunning admission, tiptoeing around Trump. Because you see, they're talking about a 10-year program. That would take us from the Obama administration. And, of course, the point man for Ukraine in the Obama administration was a Joe Biden who still could think and talk. So remember that. He wasn't always like this. And he had as his sidekicks, Victoria Newland uh, and uh, Tony Blinken, among others. So that was the crew. That's the one that started. But you had this weird four years where President Trump was in power, wasn't supposed to win. Uh, there was a fear that he might ruin Project Ukraine for them. So what did they do? Well, put it back up. They tiptoed around Trump. The CIA, the U.S. intelligence community, tiptoed i.e. defied their boss, the president. And here's what they write. Among the most interesting and curious moments of the New York Times report is a description of the CIA's program's expanse under the Trump administration. The report suggests that the true scope may have even been hidden from Trump. The Russian hawks in his administration quietly did the, quote, dirty work, we are told. Now go to the next one. The report emphasizes But whatever Trump said and did, his administration often went in the other direction. And we talked about this on the Liberty Report over and over. It doesn't it doesn't seem to matter. Didn't seem to matter what Trump said. His administration did something different. They did what they wanted to do. Now, going back to the quote, this is because Trump had put Russia hawks in key positions, including Pompeo, a CIA director and Bolton, his national security advisor. Well, that was a boneheaded thing to do when we talked about it at the time. But this is what they did. They simply ignored their boss. And so here's a further quote. Uh, they visited Kiev to underline their full support for the secret partnership, which expanded to include more specialized training programs and the building of additional secret bases. So Trump is getting elected saying, what's wrong with getting along with Russia? Why do we need to provoke Russia? Why do we need a war with Russia? The entire time he's president, his own intelligence community is continuing in expanding a secret war with Russia. Now, you could say it's Trump's fault because he should have got a handle on these people, and that's true. But remember what Schumer said. You know, you, they, they have seven ways from Sunday to get back at you if you tangle with the intelligence community, and that may be part of what's happening. But the other thing that's interesting, though, if you think about that first impeachment, what was Trump impeached for? He was impeached for literally going against the recommendations of the experts in the intelligence community. I think maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. I think Trump knew the gig was up. He knew what was happening. And it was a last ditch effort to prevent them from doing what they were doing by trying to cancel the assistance to Ukraine, that final assistance, which people like Vindman, a Ukrainian 
someone who hates Trump, who was working inside the White House and spilled the beans, blew the whistle, basically made up a bunch of lies about Trump to get him impeached. Trump was trying to go against what the intelligence community was doing in Ukraine, i.e. provoking war with Russia. And for that, he ran up against the third rail. And the third rail is the deep state. And the deep state did his best to take him down. Now, this isn't praise for Trump because he did a lot of terrible and dumb things. However, it just shows, goes to show the extent to which they will go to make sure that U.S. foreign policy is completely aligned with what the deep state wants. And what the deep state wants is war, war, and more war. So keep that in mind. It's a very dangerous situation we're in now. And I think we're in the beginning of a very serious escalatory phase in Ukraine. Now that the neocons are getting more and more desperate. Excellent work from Daniel McAdams, folks, from, of course, the Ron Paul Liberty Report. You can see it on the screen there. Just raise it up a little bit so you can see. And, of course, that is over at Rumble. And they are on Monday through Friday, starting at noontime. Daniel and Ron are the team for Monday through Thursday. And then on Friday, it's usually Ron Paul and uh, Chris Rossini. And uh, I really appreciate what Daniel had to say there. And I, uh, I think, you know, it's, it's just part and parcel with the things I've observed about Trump's uh, personality. His ego is such that um, he uh, evidently had no real clue that there would be so many people who would be uh, such deep snakes for him, uh, in, uh, deep snakes against him inside, uh, inside his administration and inside the deep state uh, when it came to international policy. And uh, he just basically didn't push the way he should have pushed, thought he could just ride fine, didn't have any concept of the U.S. Constitution and didn't think about the fact that the United States is not supposed to be involved in any of these countries or laying sanctions on places or anything like that. Just went according to what he thought was good or what he thought was bad and, you know, being in charge and things like that. Meanwhile, these people around him are making these machinations. And the one thing I do want to um I do want to stress when it comes to Ukraine in particular is that uh, when Daniel McAdams says that this all started about 10 years ago, again, remember, he brings it up. It actually did start even before that, before Yanukovych first got into office, there was a CIA proxy who was put in there. And that CIA proxy was the one who worked with um, worked with Obama and Dick Lugar also went over to uh, to Ukraine when they were both uh, in the Senate together and started up those chemical weapons plants in 2005, 2006. So just wanted to let you know about that. Then Yanukovych was taken. Uh, Yanukovych was out at that time. Then Yanukovych came in again later on. Uh, Yanukovych came in and replaced that uh, that government. And um, and so the United States lost the contacts there. Then Yanukovych got reelected and you saw the Maidan coup. So that, I think, is very important. And I want to turn now over to Russell Brand, who has some also has some excellent information on this Ukrainian stuff. And he branches out into something you might have seen this uh, online yourself. I happen to tweet slash X about this bloodthirsty maniac. Victoria Newland, and there's even more. We'll get to the Victoria Newland stuff from Russell Brand and his coverage of it. Uh, but first, I want to give you what he had to say as he comes out of a statement from two years ago from Vladimir Putin saying, 
listen, if you are going to try to block us from our energy exports, if you're going to try to take over the area of Crimea, the ethnically Russian areas of the Donbass, you got another thing coming. We're not going to stand for this anymore. This is enough. And Russell Brand points out everything that Putin has said has been factually correct. 100% factually correct. You saw it in his conversation with Tucker Carlson, and Russell Brand knows about this too. Here we go. He says, you will be pulled into this conflict against your will. He's talking, he says, and by some uh, modern components, he's talking about their, their nuclear uh, capability. He says, we might be a small country, but we have quite a nuclear capability. Do not do this. Do not draw yourselves in. And so we'll go on here. Here we go. It's pretty clear prognosis and in retrospect, pretty accurate in terms of how things have played out. Former Secretary General of NATO, Anders Fogh Rasmussen. Now, this is key. When he talks about this former Secretary General of NATO, Anders Fogh Rasmussen, listen, and, and, and Russell will draw it out, and he, he will focus on this. Listen to what, what Rasmussen says in this interview, because he reveals a lot about the fact that they knew inside NATO, they knew all along what they were doing there when they overthrew the, the country. They knew the problems that they were running into when they saw some potential pushback against their attempts to isolate Russia in 2008, 2009. And so watch this. This is absolutely it, they are. You'll see. I, I don't want to spoil it. Here we go. Has now demolished the narrative of the unprovoked war in Ukraine. I have to mention when he says that Anders Fogg, uh, what's the dude's name? Uh, Anders Fogg Rasmussen uh, demolishes it. It's not that he's trying to help us. He's just exposing the the reality. He's demolished their his own narrative in this interview. So here we go. ...of how things have played out. Former Secretary General of NATO, Anders Fogh Rasmussen, has now demolished the narrative of the unprovoked war in Ukraine. This is an extraordinary uh, bit of footage where you get the sense that we've been kind of walked into this conflict when people knew what the likely consequences would be. Let's have a look. I have read references to the U.S., uh, guarantees that it gives Israel for its security. Is that very much like what we're talking about here with Kiev? Yes, it is. Obviously, there are differences between Ukraine and, and Israel, but basically we have modeled uh, the Kiev security pact uh, over uh, the security arrangement between the U.S. Uh, and uh, Israel. We should not just repeat the language we decided already back in 2008. So in 2008, a decision was made that Ukraine would be joining in NATO. In 2022, Vladimir Putin said if you uh, attempt to allow Ukraine in NATO or retain Crimea, we're going to get in some serious trouble. Uh, that uh, Ukraine will become a member of NATO. We decided that back in 2008. It's, it isn't sufficient just to repeat that. We should do something more. And I think uh, NATO should decide to say, OK, um, we outline a roadmap towards Ukrainian membership of NATO. Step two, in the run-up, to the NATO summit in Vilnius, some countries led by the U.S. should sign a document giving 
security guarantees to Ukraine until Ukraine can join NATO. We will need some time to figure out exactly how could Article 5 cover a country that is maybe still at war. How do you think Russia's gonna, Russia is going to react to this? I don't care. <laughs> okay, nuclear war then. That'll be great. Here's uh, Victoria Newland discussing Ukraine's democracy and America's self-interest. Those of you that are familiar will know that Victoria Newland has worked for successive administrations on both sides of the irrelevant aisle in perpetuating wars and globalism. Again, consider what is meant by democracy now. Does it mean the interests of us, the people, or does it mean the interests of certain institutions, sometimes on a national level, sometimes on an international level, which is, is to say globalist interest. Let's have a look at Victoria Newland on this. Um, I They've got- been out in their districts hearing from the American people after they have heard from Ukraine, they have heard from Europe, which, by the way, just passed $54 billion in additional aid itself, that we will do what we have always done, which is defend democracy and freedom around the world, not just for victims of uh, tyrants like Putin, but in our own interest in preserving a free and open international order. That's what we need to do. We've done it before. And by the way, we have to remember that the bulk of this money is going right back into the U.S. economy to make those weapons, including good-paying jobs in some 40 states. Unbelievable. Just vampiric. It's so disgusting. First of all, to hear her slippery, fork-tongue fatuousness say that we're talking about uh, the international order. Would that be the... The the order of the United States can order whatever it wants off of its fast food, replace a government menu, and you'll get it done with Nazis? Because that's the order that you've been pushing, Ms. Newland. You and, of course, your Ukrainian relatives, who are all living high on the hog. People are familiar with her. They know that she comes from Ukrainian stock, and she is just about, I, I would say, the epitome of the word corruption to me morally corrupt politically corrupt unbelievably bloodthirsty doesn't care about innocent lives plays chess with people's nation states just disgusting degeneracy on the part of this woman to even be on a in in the same room as ole tiani bach is just unbelievable unbelievable incredible and she's got all that stuff to say and talk about the European nations with their $54 billion. Guess what? You've got farmers trying to survive against EU and internal nation-state members of the EU applying all sorts of pressures on them, including taxes on their diesel fuel and fertilizer while they're funneling aid to Ukraine. You're getting them... No, it's, it's just amazing. I, I, I'm speechless, as you can see. It's across the United States. Uh, good paying jobs for ordinary Americans. Can you really believe that, having seen Aaron Bushnell set himself on fire while still in active service, that these wars benefit anyone than the military-industrial complex interests? Isn't that astonishing to see that? perspective conveyed as always by an unquestioning and compliant legacy media you know who they work for we'll be back 
with more Liberty Conspiracy on Free Talk Live. Thanks for listening. Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash Digital Cash. Dash is the cryptocurrency made for spending. You can pay your bills with Dash at spritz.finance. Plus, they can send dollars to your bank if you still need those for something. Thanks to the Dash DAO for sending us 32 Dash per month for this sponsorship. It's easy to get and use Dash. You can learn more at dash.org. That's dash.org. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com, including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. 